guess what? What? Cairo is in the scapegoat studio. Welcome Whoa, back, Cairo. There he is. You're right. What is happening? <laughs> nothing much. Nothing much. Glad to be back. Today we're talking mental health, treating yourself on a budget, and the do's and don'ts of paying your dues, as well as some really quick business red flags. But first, a belated Crimin's Crimis gift for Cairo, and I've always wanted to do this. Look under oh. your chair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. <laughs> I got you a present. Oh, nice. It's, it's all wrapped and everything. From Blair and I. And um, all wrapped Ooh, and everything. Okay, actually... my, my family is not the wrapping type. Yeah. It, it, Santa would always deliver gifts and they're in like a trash can bag uh, because it was just easier. <laughs> That's true. It is true. This is honestly kids... just a decorative bag. Yeah. Like truly. You just tied um, it. And I just tied, a, tied it in a bow. Uh, you mentioned Ooh. during the Crimin's Crimis. Oh, I love it. Digital oh, party. this is cool. Yes. That you did not have an apron. You were doing Cairo's Kitchen oh, well, on I the do, digital party. I and, do have an apron. and um, But it's remember. Taylor Swift, yeah, I it's, think. It's, it's a Taylor Swift like free promotional merch. <laughs> you, weren't, yes. you weren't wearing it in the, you, in the video. It, yeah, no, I, I told it. you get your apron on and you were oh, like, this is so I'm not cool. proud of my apron. <laughs> show the camera. Like it says Cairo's <laughs> Kitchen and everything on it. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. That's yes. so cool. Thank Cairo's you. Kitchen with a couple little, you needed your own customized one. You don't need to. Oh, that is awesome. That is really cool. That is so awesome. Nothing against being a Swifty, but you know, you, that's mm. not your, that's not your brand every time you're cooking. <laughs> you're not always baking because you're a sad girl in a cardigan. Sometimes you're cooking because you're celebrating and for all different reasons. I also oh, put some awesome. scapegoat stickers inside oh, of the sweet. pockets of the apron. So. Oh, oh, there's pockets in the apron? Yeah, man. Oh, this one, the fancy apron. You needed oh. a couple, you needed a couple oh, pockets cool. for all the the manly tools you're going to be using oh, in the thank kitchen. Thank you. This is really awesome. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm being a bad podcast guest by being lost for words right now, but thank you so much. I was going to mail it, and then I remember you being like, yeah, but that goes to my parents' house. And I was like, I'll just bring it by your house. And then I was like, you know what? Come the fuck by, and we'll talk mental health and like saving money when you're trying to like balling on a budget and you can't but how do you treat yourself so i was like just come back by we'll do we'll do that again so tip you number got yourself... one for treating yourself balling on a budget uh yeah. Yeah. have good friends <laughs> <laughs> give good gifts like that that's awesome then you don't have to use the free taylor swift merch and you kyra might have need to come own. over and do a, a cooking episode over here with cooking with Kremens. I was actually going to talk to You're you about be, uh, that because for for mental health, I've heard a lot of people say that they they do have moments of zen while cooking and baking, and I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Like cooking yeah, is literally fire. Yeah. <laughs> You're working with fire. How could you be relaxed at any point? That's insane. So, but I'm like, I could see a therapeutic nature of baking. Oh, baking, baking. is so therapeutic. Mm. Like it is. That is actually why I started baking. Um, when I was younger, I had really messed up hands, you know, played football for a little bit. And I was also working a ton of crazy hours. And we had this freezer at the store I worked at that was like, it was broken. So instead of being at zero, it was at like negative 20. Mm. And some days, like it was insane. And I just mangled up my hands, had an old family friend who played in the NFL. He was an offensive lineman, you know, so he had mangled hand. I just asked him one time, like, what do you do when your hands get like, they almost feel like it's hard to move them. Like, and he was like, look, you can start to sew and knit and it gets a little bit of dexterity back in your fingers and it's good to do, or you can start baking. And (laughs) I tried the like, cause I was like, I don't want to bake. That's a lot of like, 
stuff I don't have. Mm-hmm. So I tried sewing for like two days and I was like, this is the lamest thing. I can't even do this and watch like TV. I had to be like staring down at yeah. the little needle that, yeah. So then I started baking and it is like, so I r- literally started it to try to get some of that dexterity back in my fingers. And then I just found that it's like mentally therapeutic because it's not like cooking where cooking is more of an art form it's like adult legos like the instructions are there and if something goes wrong like you can you know look up a video on youtube like what why is is this wrong or why Mm -hmm. is this this and they're like you didn't follow the directions and then you look back and you're like oh (laughs) it does remind me of like a science experiment because you're 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 measuring and making sure everything, and if you do it wrong, it could explode. That's, that's <laughs> my problem with it. Is if you happen. skip a step, you can't fix it. You know, you have to start over. That he mm-hmm. he likes cooking like versus him. baking. Yeah. I feel like you know there's more weight with baking, and like mm-hmm. you said, with with cooking, it's more improvisation, spontaneous. to bakers, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's. It, I just love how it makes me follow directions. I am not a follow directions guy most of the time. I'm not like, okay, a schedule guy, like do things by the book. And baking makes me like, it's like a good activity for like my ADHD and everything. It's like, no, you need to pay attention because if you forget to do something, you can't, you know, when I'm cooking, I can go, okay, well, I I can, I can salvage this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like baking is like, no, stay focused stay focused for an hour i need you to stay focused and stop forgetting things right. in the oven <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's exactly what you need Davi. i could try it yeah, I mean, that's I mean, what with i cooking. would that's what i wanted to talk to cairo about okay, today yeah. we got him the apron and i was like okay now we officially have to have him back mm-hmm. so he can teach me how to bake something and then you're gonna see Cairo's gonna see exactly why Blair is constantly annoyed with me <laughs> because I'm like, now what? That, I mean, just this morning, Dabby, do I have to touch it with my hands? Yes. Well, that's that's one thing that you that you definitely don't like to do is touch meat and gross stuff. But baking's all just flour, sugar, that's, and milk. You can measure mm-hmm. it. But just this morning, Dobby was trying to heat up a, a breakfast sandwich, and she does this all the time. She puts it in the microwave for a minute, and then she leaves. And when she leaves, she. She forgets what she was doing, and I she'll come, come back, back 30 minutes later and be like, well, now it's cold. If they heat it up again. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing gets zapped like five times and then thaws off until it's a piece of rubber. I'm really great with the microwave, but I'm, I might, could try baking, mm-hmm. maybe, perhaps this year. That could be cool. But now you have your customized apron yeah. to give us, give us all the lessons in baking and zen this year, because I'm going to need a lot of that, I think. Last year was really crazy. So I'm looking to try all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, another like, and that is a way to kind of treat yourself on a budget because you can get all of these ingredients. You can bake multiple things with all of these ingredients multiple times, and it's just something that lives in your cupboard whenever you need to bake something, take a bath, do all the essential mm-hmm. oils, do all the thing, give yourself a, yeah. not, a nice little day with a manicure, and then some cookies at the end of it is really nice and. I'm like, maybe I could have the patience for that. That was what, that's the Davi I would like to get to in 2023. Um, and that's, a, it's, that's another way to be treating yourself on a budget. But I was also thinking like of way, other ways to treat yourself on a budget is we're like, okay, we can't be going to Kimball House on date night every single week anymore because that is pricey. Yeah. We don't live that lifestyle anymore. <laughs> but I was like, 
it would be Those cool. Those oysters rack up. Oh man, a tab. They used to have a happy hour too, but they yeah. stopped doing us because they just they they hooked all of us suckers. Mm-hmm. So they're like, why would we help you save money now? We're amazing and you know it and you're addicted. Come so, on now, we love Kimball House. Don't we talk love like that. No, I just mean like I wish they'd bring back the happy hours so <laughs> my broke asses can get up in there again. But what's some other ways we can treat ourselves, but okay. on a budget, guys? But on a budget, hikes. Ooh, hikes is good. is good. Getting outside is completely free. That's much healthier mm-hmm. than what I was going to say. <laughs> eating, baking and eating oh, cupcakes. No, 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 no. just like so muddy. <laughs> no, my favorite thing to do eating like on a budget, treating myself on a budget is when I see those annoying commercials for new fast food items, sometimes at the end of the week, I'll just go out and try one mm-hmm. like and it's it's relatively inexpensive. And then if I'm really feeling it like it's been a really tough week, I, you know, either it's a date with my girlfriend and we're going out. And we're both trying the new item and we're both like commentating and pretending we're like food reviewers mm-hmm. sitting in our car on YouTube, like describing, you know, the newest item from Burger King. Yeah. But are or, you putting that on YouTube or TikTok? No, Because I would no. literally watch <laughs> yeah, that. Watch I'm that. serious. <laughs> I am literally sitting there just in my car in the parking lot, like, mm, you know, the flame grilled Whopper or whatever is in the song. Yeah, that's song. right. <laughs> I love that the song McRib so The McRib is back. Oh, and, well, like, okay, wait, which song are you talking about? The Whopper, 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 no. Whopper. Oh, you I haven't, haven't heard that. Oh, it's, it, as soon as you see it, it just... <laughs> Like the first time I saw that ad, it felt like the next five ads, like commercial breaks, all had that song in it. And it just gets ingrained in your head. It is the same word over and over and over again. It's just someone going whopper, 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 whopper. And I'm sitting there like, I don't want a whopper, but tomorrow I might go get a whopper. (laughs) (laughs) But it is really nice sometimes to just let your guard down kind of and be like, look, you know what? The advertisements won. You, you're not. Yes. Yeah. You, you're getting five dollars most out of me. Mm-hmm. You won. I'll get it. Even if it's bad, I have a story to it's, tell. It's to usually try it five. It's usually five things for three dollars. Yeah. Some insane yeah. deal where you're like, sure. how could you possibly be profiting? You gave me five burgers for three dollars. I'm at Taco Bell, just mind blown. How did you take the same four yeah. ingredients mm-hmm. and and make a new item Still, again? Yeah. yeah. And but it, it is it is really good for me. Like I always kind of separate, like treating myself to two categories. Like there are weeks where I am just inundated with people all week. I, it seems like I'm going from studio to studio, like place to place, working on different things, and I need some time to myself. Mm-hmm. And those are those are the days where I'm sitting at home and I might watch a movie or I might listen to an album or something by myself so I have me time. But then there are other weeks, and I feel like you know the pandemic is 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 coming to a close. We're getting away from that. But people are still working from home. And there are weeks where I rarely see anybody but, like, occasionally my neighbor Mm -hmm. because I'm working from home all week. And those are the weeks where it's really nice to go out, let the advertisement win, feel like you're part of society again. You're like, even I went to Taco Bell and I tried, like, a new chicken ranch-like taco or something, and I hated it. But I sat there and I'm in my car eating it. I'm like, man, like... I bet they got all of us suckers to eat this terrible <laughs> item and we're all just suffering. And even though I'm alone in my car, I feel like I'm 
part of something You're participating again. Participating, yeah. participating and, in the world. But you can you can feel. have an opinion about something mm-hmm. that is not controversial. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody else is at parties going, Dave Chappelle, huh? Or uh, like mm, yeah. Trump, like bringing up. <laughs> freaking political crap everybody's and, talking about george santos and you're like but have you tried the chicken yeah, wrap like, supreme <laughs> you could be that guy that's like ain't lying. you know let's let's ask the real questions i i was at like a place that i literally mentioned like they were literally talking about that george santos guy <laughs> and i was like <laughs> they were the like <laughs> they like looked at me and i was like i don't know man dude yesterday i went to burger king and i tried this and they're like like how was it you know like everyone's <laughs> entered they're like you know i've seen that on a commercial like is it is it any good yeah. and i was like no but like <laughs> and if, if but, i was at that party yeah. i would have been the person on the floor hanging with the dog that was like having anxiety about all the conversations yeah. until i heard that like yeah. a Make siren a beeline to saying, the fast food conversation yes like come talk to this this guy like the, these are the Thank types God of people somebody's talking about yes, Taco these Bell. are the types of fucking people <laughs> i want to talk to at a party like do you have a fucking opinion about the choco taco going away i want to hear it let's fight about it or whatever at a party but don't don't bring the sad stuff up in here i don't want to fucking hear yeah about the sad stuff like unless it's like the happy sad stuff you know some people are sad that uh they found what's his fuck in romania but they haven't found his chin yet oh um andrew tate. tate oh andrew tate yeah uh andrew tate so like he's he you know some people are like this is bullshit men are being witch hunted but most people are very happy about mm. it but it's another one of those things Probably like that Whopper song you were yeah. singing, yeah. where I'm like, I'm so happy I have been disconnected and isolated I for like I'm six happy months. About it, I'm more of just rolling on the floor laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. The world has a way working it out, man. It does, man. And who'd have thought it would be uh, Greta, <laughs> 19 year old? Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> he couldn't just leave it. Yeah, he needed to. My favorite part is he read her comment back. Like in his mm-hmm. recap, he read it back, and I'm like, "You just gave everybody audio of you saying that you have a small dick right. energy." He literally <laughs> goes, "I have small dick energy," and he like took a beat around, like as an audio person. I'm like, "You did that so nice for us, thank you." Like probably would have done his mental health pretty well to back the fuck off and get quiet because then they found him. Sure, but he was trying to to do something for his mental health when he ordered that pizza. <laughs> You think so? He was trying to treat himself. He should have done DiGiorno, man. He yeah, should have yeah, baked it himself because he fucked up. Don't do delivery. Do DiGiorno Don't do delivery. when you're running a sex ring. <laughs> I hope we can get a DiGiorno advertisement. If you're going to be, do like Cairo. Bake it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's better for you. Such you a might valuable not go skill. to prison, right? <laughs> we, let's just stop. Let's stop, though, because right. we broke our number one rule already, did yeah. we not, Blair? Let's stop talking about DiGiorno because they don't pay our bills. I want to talk about our real sponsors. Who's that? You know the ones. Revision, Revision Design, Design, and, and renovation. renovation. When you hit rock bottom like I did, you're going to start to notice your flooring is looking really crappy. Cracked tiles, leaky basements, warped hardwoods, your pets destroyed your carpet. Sure, you can be down, but don't be down in the dumps. This is your home. It's your sanctuary. Get it cleaned up. Get it looking nice. It's time to treat yourself to an upgrade with a renovation from Revision Design and Renovation, LLC. Look them up on Facebook today and contact them for all your flooring, kitchen, bathroom, and basement needs. The lead designer, Matt Williams, 
gives personal attention to every project, and that's what really sets them apart. They know that I can't wait to get started on our first upgrade to the Crimmins home. We're getting new cars. Oh, man. New Long time coming. So he sent over a bunch of options like so fast. So mm-hmm. I am now so unbelievably excited. I can't stop glaring at our current carpet. Like it is vile. I want to fight it. It's lumpy. Yeah. We are <laughs> sick of our lumpy carpet. We're just sick of it. And revision design and renovation is going to be taking good care of us. They got these carpet options over to us. And now Blair and I, let's face it, we're arguing about what color to pick. Yeah. So I'm going to post our choices on social and our wonderfully decisive and stylish listeners can help us pick our new carpet color. What about our other sponsor, Blair? Our other sponsor, AG1, Athletic Greens. I gave AG1 a try because I stopped drinking coffee in the afternoon and I needed that afternoon kind of pick me up that was more natural and and healthier for me. So I think it's just a tablespoon of these greens in a, in a, in a glass of water. And it's got a nice, refreshing kind of taste to it. And I feel like it's my afternoon pick-me-up now without the, without the caffeine. Or after a night of going out and, and partying, and the next day you want to eat Waffle House with hash browns and grits and bacon, and you know that you're not getting any vitamins, back that up with some AG1. So now, like your biscuits and gravy, sure, you got that hangover food done, but you also got your B vitamins and your mushroom complex and everything else that your body needs to um, recuperate and recover from a uh, night of partying. A little bit of balance in your life. Yeah. Counteract all that sugar that you had in the booze the night before mm-hmm. with less than one gram of sugar in yeah. your AG1 supplement drink. Right now, if you want to take ownership of your health, today's a good time to get started, like Blair and I. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase of AG1. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Davi. That's athleticgreens.com slash Davi. All right. That's our mental health tips for today is <laughs> hike, eat the newest fast food. Kyra, let us know when next time you're going to try something and we'll try it at the same time oh and we can exchange Ooh. the reviews. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. Like or next we'll time all of us are having like a little little sad day and kind of mm. kind of gray and meh outside, mm. we'll all try a new fast food and then maybe we'll go on a hike. Maybe we'll go on, go on a hike. <laughs> hike first. And Kyra will be the only one that doesn't have to <laughs> use, poop outdoors like a bear <laughs> because we'll be so sick. Okay, let's move on to, this was an email from a listener. If you go to Davi com slash contact you can email Blair or I and um, ask questions to our comfort humans ask for advice tell us a story tell us about your drama or just questions comments concerns and compliments we love those too hit us up there uh, we did get one message we're gonna call her Sarah and she specifically mentioned you so Blair and I brought this up a couple episodes ago And she says, I'd love to hear you guys expand on the podcast about the difference between paying your dues and being taken advantage of at work. I was listening to Cairo, and he said he was never fully paid for his work on blank show. What do we call it? Le programme de caca. (laughs) (laughs) Is that? Le programme de caca caca or uh, le programme de um, l'uomo piccolo. I like the first one. La la programma de caca. caca. We're not going to talk shit anymore in English. (laughs) (laughs) So I couldn't help but think about how he and so many others have been taken advantage of in their workplaces under the guise of, hey, you got to pay your dues. And then she gave me some compliments like, hey, if you weren't good at your job, how did you get promotions for 10 years? (laughs) Like, 
the end and i love her <laughs> so point, we're point. gonna we're gonna give another shout out to sarah thanks girl you were so sweet very good point um and yeah i would like to know because i answered and i went the granola route it's all in how you feel guys everything's about feelings mm-hmm. now it's how the people around you feel so if your closest loved ones are uncomfortable you probably aren't paying your dues, you're being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. You have to look at the intentions of the benefactor, the person that's asking, saying, you gotta pay your dues and do this weird embarrassing thing. And what are their intentions behind that? Is it all for them? And look at how the benefactor responds to you after you do the thing. So are they grateful or is it, you know, yep, that yeah, I had to take one for the team, but that's right. what you got to do. That's what I had to do. And you're doing it double time because do blah, they feel blah, blah. entitled to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they feel entitled or not? So I was like, it's all about how you feel. But I wanted to know. Um, and then Blair, you can give us a quick recap of yours from mm-hmm. the last episode, if you remember. But I wanted to know Cairo's mm-hmm. do's and don'ts. Yeah. Um, I've worked at a lot of places. I've had a lot of like just kind of jobs and I've paid my dues a lot. Mm. And especially in radio. And the thing that always comes back to me when people talk about paying your dues, because I've had this question asked a ton by, you know, new people in radio, interns and stuff that are coming through. They always ask, like, well, what do you do? What do you do? Like, it feels like I'm paying my dues and, and I want to I want to do that. But at the same time, I want to I don't want to pay my dues and not get my dues. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that's a, a big problem. And I always say, like, you can feel the excitement around the energy around when you're actually paying your dues. I've worked at enough places where I did put in my dues and I felt that energy. And then I'd go to other places and they would still talk about paying your dues, but you didn't feel that energy. And I worked at places where paying your dues was really tough. Mm -hmm. And, 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 but you could always feel that excitement, like coming from, you know, the higher ups, they were excited to see you paying your dues because they did it. Yeah. And and it's not the same when you hear someone say, well, pay your dues because that's what I did. You will feel that excitement when it might just be as, as much as a secondhand comment, compliment or, or comment when someone's like, yeah, I remember that. And it's like, okay, well, that means a lot more to me than someone saying you need to pay your dues than someone like actually having that connection and being like, you're doing the same thing I did. And it's like, wow, now I actually believe that if I do this, I could be where you are one day. Mm -hmm. Like I'm actually building towards something. And even when you leave the office, the people around you and the people that you associate with and that are close to, they can tell when you're paying your dues the right way they're excited for you they can kind of i don't know how but it always seems like when you work at a great area and you're paying your dues and you're building yourself towards something better like everyone around you when they ask like oh how are things going it's not like hey how are things at at blank show like anything new it's like hey man like you getting that promotion yet you know like what's going on like i'm excited i know it's going to end with something Mm -hmm. And th- there's that excitement. I think that's the num- the number one thing for me is the excitement. And then two, and this really goes for working anywhere, is ask yourself, do you feel good about mm-hmm. every position there? So not just your position now, would you feel good if you got that promotion to the next step and the next step? You know, think two steps ahead. Like when, when I worked for The Blank Show, I, while yes, there were parts where I felt, 
I felt good. You know, mm -hmm. when you were on the show, like I felt good every day. Like I was like I could put myself in other people's shoes and it was like, hey, you know what? I feel good about this. I'm excited every day. I like this. And then when you were gone and then stuff gets starts getting brought up, it's like, OK, well, let me reevaluate. Do I feel good about even if my position right now isn't necessarily to comment on things and talk about things? If I was given that promotion, it would be. And I would mm -hmm. have to be lying about stuff and and, and just, mm. you know, trashing a friend and, and, and a mentor. Like, okay, now that I've reevaluated, it's not fun anymore. And if it's not fun anymore, I've worked at places, I could have kept putting in my dues and everything there. But why? I, I, you know, it's, it's not going to turn into anything. I understand that. And now it's not even fun, you know, and, and I feel bad about stuff. So always ask yourself is is what you're doing not just what you're doing but is the person immediately above you and and the position above that places where you could eventually be are those good positions do you feel good about the work they are doing mm -hmm. and if the answer is ever no you can leave there are more important things than money and and stuff in the world and when you talk to other places one of the biggest things you'll find is when you're interviewing for new jobs and they ask you why you left a company and you're honest and you're like look I didn't feel comfortable with some of the stuff they were doing. They treated an ex-employee very poorly or they were, you know, doing some stuff on the side I didn't feel comfortable with. Company a lot of good companies will respect that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I it, I do feel um so much to unpack there. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, sorry. That I kind of rambled so, on. No, no, you didn't. Ra it was very deep. Got and really I'm like, good instincts. Yes. Is, you, what, is what I gathered from that. You yeah. you have great instincts. And, and you know, to go back, I was saying, it's how you feel, very granola, but like you're saying, trust your intuition. You're going to feel excitement from people around you. I would say the same you. Said, where it's, yeah. it's how you feel. And it's very simple feelings. It's feelings of fun. It's feelings of. Of, of good and like even days when the work is hard and, and everything just look at other people around you and if you're proud of what they're doing mm -hmm. or excited for what they're doing that can mean a lot but sometimes you you'll sit back and you'll look and you'll go well my boss is doing this eh. my and coworkers are doing this eh. and and you start to realize man no one is happy or i don't feel good about any of the product mm -hmm. we're putting out, any of the stuff we're doing, and that's when you, you need to put your foot down. And I always felt like I would I would watch stuff happen and it's like at any in any company you're at, you want to mm -hmm. work your way up. You want to build to something, you want to grow to something, ideally. If you're happy where you are and you're happy but you have this dream job elsewhere, then be actively trying to get that. Yeah. Don't be just sitting there being complacent. But at most jobs you look at something and you're like, I could get to that point. And I can make that kind. Of, I can be that person when that person decides to leave or retire, whatever. And you could work your way to that. But then if you start getting in there and you see more of the inner workings and you see how seedy things are and you're feeling icky about it and you're feeling like, let's say I do work to become that person, I'm gonna have to be her and keep all of their secrets and mm -hmm. take this paycheck and be okay with this. If you have any other. Um, examples of paying your dues versus being exploited. <laughs> I was going to say, Cairo, uh, maybe this is not the right time, but this is actually full of toothpaste, dish soap, and, and, <laughs> oh, no. and pond water, and we're going to have you, you drink, drink it, it on the air, okay? 
<laughs> oh, I, you know if what? If you're comfortable with that, <laughs> I will. I will say this: uh, pay, your this pay your dues. Pay your dues. The taste buds. Probably giving this a hard note. The stomach is just, man, man, whatever. You'll be fine. Like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Put a varsity burger on there as a garnish. I'll just <laughs> check it down. We need the ratings. <laughs> we can't. We will not make you. Can, can we all pinky weird. swear right now? Do we pinky swear? <laughs> uh, we will not make you drink pond water. Pond water. A three-way pinky oh, okay, swear. Okay, I, I've grown up. I've gr- I grew up kind of in in like in Georgia. I've been in Georgia all my life. You don't think I've drank pond water yeah. at some point? I mean. <sighs> I feel like I did like if, if I swallowed so much of the Chattahoochee. Yeah. Wrapped them down there. Yeah. I know it's but I know what it's full of. That's I will say if the answer is no, I'll take it. That's the, the best compliment <laughs> I've gotten in weeks. There's someone like, look, you don't look like you've ever drank you don't pond look water. Like you drink you pond water it. intentionally, yes. you know, but we all swim in you ponds. We don't, don't look like a pond water guy. No, usually we like have ice cream on the podcast, but oh, we yeah. can do that next time mm-hmm. when everybody's feeling up to it. All right, so red flags of business. Ooh. I bet you fellas have some from your respective industries. Uh, Cairo still working in radio. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Me being independent, but best media personality of the town. Ooh, so. yeah. I mean, yes. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't know <laughs> that. And Cairo just showed up to podcast and was like, "Oh, congrats, by the way." And I'm like. Did I become pregnant and didn't know it? You know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you're like, no, you got the best media personality in Atlanta. So, yay. Thanks oh, for telling I was, me. I had I was, no idea. I was so nervous, though, when, when you said you didn't know. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, did I get this wrong? Uh-oh, this is going to be so embarrassing if I congratulated you. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for their votes for best media personality for Atlanta. Woo-hoo. Access Woo-hoo. Atlanta. Uh, best media personality. That's Davi Crimmins. What's up? Fucking beat everybody else. Kicked him in the yeah. face. All right. Uh, what were we talking about? Red flags of business. Red flags of business. <laughs> what do you guys have from your industries of radio and music? Music. It, and then I have my own from being a small business owner. Okay. <laughs> the exposure gig. Um, is one of the most talked about red flags of of the music business is uh, you know we can't pay you anything but it's going to be great mm-hmm. exposure and and that sometimes can be true most of the time you you'll go and play the gig and it isn't um, whether it's like a, a a a live show in front of in front of a crowd or maybe some sort of like recorded radio show or or TV spot or something like that it rarely does it turn out to be the exposure that you were that you were promised it's just so. exposure f- for more people to contact you going, do you want some exposure? Right. I'm doing you're, a, you know, I'm doing a vintage, pyramid yeah. scheme. <laughs> yeah, right. doing a vintage party for all my friends that <laughs> you'll get a lot period. of exposure at <laughs> yeah. with these guys that are going to be wasted. I'm going to start selling my exposure to other people and they're going to sell their exposure. To them. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pyramid scheme of exposure. <laughs> all right. That's a good one. I mean, that's all yeah. um, musicians, burlesque dancers like any kind of artist in any way mm-hmm. that's all you hear is this will be great exposure and when i was doing burlesque i'd always be like no shit yeah right great exposure you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> these girls are getting their titties out for what dinner it's all exposure no oh i've got i've got one they're hiring you so in in radio oftentimes you you might go someplace and they think that when i hire you I get your family, I get your your wife, your girlfriend, your partner, mm. you get me. Now, there's there's a catch. If you're willing to give me generational money, you can get the generations. <laughs> That's how it works. If you can give me and my partner like That's like great. stability yeah. and like happiness, okay. 
bring them in. I love it. Mm -hmm. But like until you give me enough money to where my mom directly benefits from me having this job, my mom ain't part of the picture. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's 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 how I look at it. Like until I get enough money or stability to, you know, to where my brothers enjoy me being on this show or me participating in this project, mm -hmm. they're not a part of the project. You don't get them. Like mm -hmm. I might bring them up, but you don't have a right to ask for those things and you definitely don't have a right to demand mm. other people in my life on that show. Yeah. That is that is a really good one cuz I feel like <laughs> generational money. Give me that generational money. <laughs> like I yeah, like if my mom gets mad at me and I can buy her a Porsche about it, then like it's okay. I was mad. Being... I would I wasn't even there. I was like, look, I am setting the bar at we can go to Dairy Queen and get whatever treats we <laughs> <Yeah>. want. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. No, that's really that's that's really smart and that's something I was talking about with some friends recently is uh sometimes i think uh how how could i go from intern to a co-host position had i not relinquished so much of myself completely authentically would it have been possible like had i protected myself more would i have got to the same position had i not shared all of that maybe not personally someone who saw you kind of make like towards the end but like saw you and, and for a long time like when I was just a, a wee little uh intern uh unofficial intern there yeah. volunteer I think you would have because I think the you know while you're probably sitting there going like man all the me opening up is what got me those opportunities like I think you could have you're still a good personality. You're still a good radio personality. I don't think you needed to give them the full story for them to realize what you had. You're still an interesting person. They would have seen that there's something behind that wall. Yeah. And I think that's for, for people that's good to hear like, hey, you don't have to give up like your family and all of this stuff. If you're that interesting person, they're going to see that there's something shiny behind that mm -hmm. wall and then they'll pay you for it. Yeah. Like don't give it up because there are bad people that will take it and then not pay you. Yeah. And it start it's I mean, it started with me just reading like diary entries from when I was like 8 years old, 9 years old. Like that's how it started and then just me like reading my little girl words. I remember family members being like, "Stop." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "You're not even mentioned. You're not even mentioned in this. This is all me being Do you not recognize that I was 9 years old and drawing really horrible little <laughs> characters of self-portraits but they looked like little gremlins and I was saying these horrible things and still 30 years later you're going this is embarrassing to me stop and I'm like you must be feeling some guilt with me talking about that and that's what's making this happen and we should dissect that let's talk about it let's communicate about it if it's been this long if you still feel this visceral reaction hearing about that time tell me what you were going through but maybe relinquishing too much of myself it, maybe they were coming from a place of protection it definitely felt like a place of narcissism yeah i like you guys's red flags it's like beware being too exposed you know and mm -hmm. then kairos is unless you're giving me generational wealth you're not going to get my generation <laughs> yeah um protect your kids relationships protect your families like mm -hmm. and i honestly think this would have been a really great podcast for me to hear like 12 years ago <laughs> <laughs> i i would have gone about things a lot differently my red flags for business if you are getting all of your official digits redacted. Oh my God, yeah. Let, let me explain. 
transparency. Um, yeah, and let me just give a shout out really quick because what's great about podcasting and how what we're doing now with Jeff and Callie Dollar at 1022 Projects is they make us, they want us to make and keep our money. So the contract was one page. Their intention is purely like amplifying artists and coaching creative voices rather than gutting them for all they can so they can have an early retirement. So let's say, hypothetically, from my perspective, you have a podcast and you sign, you have a podcast for like five years and you sign it with a new management that's selling ads and distributing your podcast now. So everything's like really exciting and cool, you think. And when they send you your checks with your itemized weeks of what you're being paid for and what ads ran where and itemized weeks, episodes, how many listens, how much money you're expected, percentages, everything that you need to be clarified, you're be being given the fair share that's stipulated in your contract. All that information is blacked out, like the big mm -hmm. marker on every copy. You can't hold it up to the light and see nothing. All that information is redacted and hidden. And then you just have this measly check for like $104 that you're like, well, this doesn't seem right, but how can I prove it? But you've asked too many questions in the past about business practices and you got yelled at or cold shoulder for months and you don't want that to happen again. So you stay quiet about it. And now that's that's two of my red flags for business already. Is your information redacted or hidden? Have you been told you're asking too many questions? Third one is, is your workplace a safe atmosphere to communicate and learn? So asking too many questions, this is about business practices, should mm -hmm. not be a challenge or a conflict or combative at all. I remember asking colleagues, how should I proceed with this? I have questions. And they literally said, don't tell B I spoke to you about this because he's found out I talked about money stuff with other staff in the past and he gets really, really mad and I don't want any part of that again. That's like direct quote. Mm. I think I had it on speakerphone so Blair could hear it. Um, and it, I'm like, okay, so it's like that. So that's another one. Like, is it safe for you to ask questions? Um, or are you asking too many of the right questions? And are your coworkers warning you about experiencing hostile behaviors? That's a that's a red flag. Um, and that's a reason to leave, not to mm. tread lightly around this person, not to go, okay, there's a learned behavior and I will avoid doing that in the past and I will tread lightly and not ask questions and I'll just take my redacted information and walk away with it, um, leave. Don't tread lightly. I promise no matter how delicate you step, they'll act like you're an uninvited ogre for just asking a fucking question, stomping around. And and sometimes you'll have a boss that's saying, if you want to ask questions or cause problems with, and you don't like how I manage, then you better have your numbers and know exactly what you bring to the table for this company. Yeah. And I sat there going, I am purposely not being given mm -hmm. that information. That is such so a major So I literally yeah. can't prove my worth because you are actively having assistance, hiding it. Yeah. hiding it from me. But that tells me it was big. <laughs> <laughs> that hiding. tells me yeah. I had a worth worth hiding. Mm -hmm. And oh, there were he definitely just, some people in that building that they were given their numbers and everyone knew they were bad, but no one else was. <laughs> they were the only ones being shared information and you're just sitting there and you're like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. That's why you're not giving everybody our information because mm -hmm. you, you, you can't. Because then mm -hmm. you'll have to look at 
the difference. It was constantly portrayed to us that this person isn't bringing what we were paying for. We need you to help. But then all of my numbers were redacted and hidden and kept secret from me and buried. And, I, and I'm like, damn, I should have asked more questions. I would have been gone sooner, but I should have yeah. challenged a few more of the powers that be, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Again, I wish I would have heard this podcast like 12 years ago. It might have changed my life, but hopefully we're helping somebody else out there. Yeah. And thanks, Cairo, Ooh. for coming by. Oh, thank you again for the apron. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. An apron with pockets. I've always seen like the fancy, you know, like cooking show people like slip like a utensil or a wooden spoon into their pocket. And I'm like, all right, fancy pants. Yeah. Well, now I'm wearing those fancy pants. fancy pants. I have fancy pants. fancy pants. <laughs> all right. Well, you're welcome. And next time we'll do a Zen Cairo's Kitchen. Yeah. Cooking with Cairo. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Blair. And we're going to get out of here. So enjoy your week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Davi the Scapegoat. If you love us, give us five stars. Five stars, please. I'm I'm always pulling you out of the house whenever I can. Yeah, but you said hike, and Cairo was like, or go try the newest fast food. Yeah, sit in sit in in the fast food line. And I love both of those ideas. (laughs) I mean, I'll do I'll do both of them. I'll go on a hike and then go eat a a taco in my car. Yeah, why the hell not? (laughs) Or the varsity. I mean, if you if you really want to treat yourself. Oh man, that one is both. That's too much treat. A meal and a laxative. <laughs> I, I, I love the varsity. I love it so much. And I don't know, there's something good. wrong with my stomach to where it just doesn't ever get issues or anything, oh, no matter what? what garbage I eat. That's the ultimate test of varsity. <sighs> oh, I love the varsity. I just go it. to the varsity and then I feel great the rest of the day. I'm like, do, 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 oh, do, no. do, Stop rubbing it in, Yeah, man. what's God. wrong? Do, 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 do. No I drive past like that, that place and then have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Can't even make eye contact. <laughs> I've visited that BP across the street so many times because I can't make it past. They can't even get the sentence out. What are you gonna yeah, yeah, <laughs> before I, I shit? I think it's years of eating gas station hot dogs of just like yeah, like my Training. stomach is just Rocky Balboa in there, just made of iron. It's yeah. like you ever see at the gas station where they have that weird machine, and you're like, how is this machine gonna turn my hot dog into a chili dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use that. that that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I? Shit. <laughs> okay. You were so talking, much focus. You, you were, yeah, you were talking about how like you don't know if you hadn't shared all those stories, how you would yeah. have made it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, had I protected myself more, uh, would it have been possible to like? G- get to that advancement without doing so. Was that your stomach? It was. Okay. What's up I, with your stomach, I Kyra? Okay. <laughs> my, okay, my stomach makes a lot of noise. I don't have stomach issues. Yeah. My issue is just like I eat at such weird times okay. and I eat large meals. Uh. So where it's like I'm sitting there going like, dude, I'm not hungry. I swear I'm not hungry. <laughs> but my stomach's like, yes, you are. Yeah, I, yes, thought you that, are. I thought the dog was groaning yeah. on the other I side of the door. I was so tempted to point at the dog. And <laughs> I was no like, dog. I was like, there's no dog. The where's the dog? Where's, where's the dog? I got to point at him. <laughs> I got to blame him. 